that sound is. We are finally back. We've been on a long hiatus. I'm one of your hosts, Adam. Sitting across from me is the mystery man himself, Scott. How's it going? Do you remember that movie Mystery Men with Ben Stiller? Yeah, I do. Yeah. There's that that movie. That was a fun movie. Yeah. I'm invisible. Can you see me? Yeah, that was... That was uh, like the only. That was like the last thing <laughs> Kel did in like Hollywood for the most part. Doesn't he? He do like game shows now and stuff. I'm not sure what he does. For a while there, he was Britney Spears' DJ. Really? Yeah. So like when Britney Spears was going on tour, her DJ was Kel. I know this because my sister is a big Britney fan. I mean, let's be honest, we're all big Britney fans. It's Britney, bitch. It, but uh, she went to the show, and she was like. Basically, like, you may remember him from all that in the Keenan and Kel show. Let me introduce you to my DJ, Kel. And he, like, had a minute where he was, like, scratching. And I was like, wow. Did he he's... drink a bottle of orange soda while he was up there? Well, I, I didn't go, so I'm sure he did. Uh, yeah. Got to hydrate, man. Yeah. It's hard work. I heard all that might be coming back on Nickelodeon. It is. It is. That's what I heard. Looking forward to it. Are you actually going to watch it? <laughs> Please believe it, brother. I mean, was all that good, or was it just good because we remember it as kids? Dude, all that was pretty fucking hilarious. Let's be honest. Well, it's like <laughs> SNL used to be good, and now SNL is like not that good. So SNL's all right. I think people shit on it a little bit too much. I think there's a once in a while they do a skit that's kind of a diamond in the rough. But uh, I mean, they they got a lot. Their problem is they they kind of went down the same shithole that South Park did. I used to be a pretty big South Park fan. The last couple seasons of South Park have sucked because I feel like they focus too much on Trump. Yeah, well, they focus too much on anything that's happening in the world today. So does Saturday Night Live. Yeah. they Especially Trump. And believe me, nobody hates Donald Trump more than me. And I love to tell a good Trump joke. But there's times where I'm like, I want like... A Will Smith farting skit. Like, like sometimes I just need that in my life. Will Smith. I meant Will Ferrell. I was Will say. Smith too. They can both well, yeah, fart. Yeah. yeah. Will, Ferrell Will, Will, Ferrell Will Smith great. can be the musical guest while Will Ferrell is hosting. Just about anything that Will Ferrell does is pretty good in my opinion. Every time he's on Conan, I, I go back and watch those like Conan interviews. He never like goes on to talk about like any movie. He always does goes on and does a bit. Like one time he brought like a cockatoo. And just had it on his shoulder and made like a big deal about it when he's like, dude, I just, I don't want to talk about my personal life. You know, don't bring up the cockatoo, please. Just leave him alone. And there was one other time he came out in like face paint and he started singing this really long, depressing song, but he kept singing it all throughout the interviews for like the other guests and stuff like that. It's pretty funny. He does some crazy shit. So. You're, you're a Conan guy, huh? I do like Is Conan. Is that who you go with? If I had to pick a late night person, it would probably be Conan, yes. See, here's my thing with Conan. I like Conan. I do. I think he's funny. I remember when he was on the late <coughs> late night with Conan O'Brien. And it came on after The Tonight Show, which was Jay Leno. Yeah. And then when Jay Leno retired, they gave The Tonight Show job to Conan. But then after like a couple months, Jay Leno decided he wanted to come back. And I felt that was so shitty of NBC. Yeah. They shit can Conan and brought Jay Leno back. And they said it was because Conan's ratings on The Tonight Show 
were nowhere near as good as Leno's, but I blame the baby boomers for that. I don't, you I know what? I blame baby boomers for a lot of things. Yeah, I don't believe, I don't really believe the ratings thing for a second, only because he's popular today. Well, like he's he switched networks and then now he's on like TBS. cable. Now he's on cable network. Yeah, and so and he's doing extremely well. well I got to be himself. honest. I liked him when he was on late night. I liked him when he was on the Tonight Show. I feel like he got a raw deal from NBC. <coughs> then I heard he was going to go do the show on TBS. That's what channel it's on. TBS, right? Am I correct in yeah, saying that? Conan. Yeah. And I was like, oh well, good for him. I'm gonna watch. I. I Never watch TBS. Like, that's yeah. one thing I don't do with my life. But I remember telling myself, you're going to start watching Conan's show on TBS. Guess what, Adam? You didn't. I never did. I felt like I wanted to. It was a good idea on paper, but it never transpired. All you have to do, that's like, for example, I don't watch Late Night with Stephen Colbert. I don't watch that show. But you loved the Colbert Report. I do love the Colbert Report. But, like, what I mean is... Every single piece of Stephen Colbert's like late night show, I take in through YouTube because they, they upload all their stuff on YouTube, all their interviews, all their little bits that he does, and everything like that. They just upload on YouTube, so I just watch it on there. Same I, thing I with agree. same thing with Conan. Everything that Conan does, they upload it on YouTube, so yeah. I just go on there and watch it. Yeah, I watch I watch a lot of Jimmy Fallon stuff clips. <clears throat> I watch a lot of Stephen Colbert's. I lo- watch a lot of James Corden stuff, and there's that one British guy who has like a BBC show. Graham Norton. Yeah. It's really funny. I'm never, ever in a million years going to watch a late night show on BBC. I'm not going to watch his show ever. But I'll watch his funny skits on YouTube. And that's why late night TV, I don't want to say it's dead or dying, but their ratings are never going to be what they were, like, the, say, the 1990s. Oh, no, God, no. Because of the internet. Because people can just watch funny... You can say the same thing about Saturday Night Live. If they have, you know, an, an entire show... On Saturday night, but they only have like one or two good skits that episode. Then everybody's gonna go watch those two good skips uh, skits on the internet. They're yeah. not gonna watch the whole freaking thing. Oh yeah, thing. absolutely. Like I don't want to watch Imagine Dragons perform twice. Yeah, that's not something I want to do with my time. I don't care about the cold open. I don't need the cold open. I, I'm fine. Just give me the give me the funny. Give me the funny. I don't need that nonsense. Do you actually? Do you watch any, I know you said, like, you watch other stuff on YouTube, but do you actually, like, watch any late night anything anymore for the most part? Like, I don't really, like, for the most part, I don't like late night shows, and I don't like any of those kind of shows, because I don't give a crap about celebrities and their interviews or anything like that. Like, if I watch anything like that, it's always, like, the bits they do and the jokes and the funnies. Like, I'll watch some of Stephen Colbert's stuff, just because he, like, interviews actually, like, important people, like, Congress people and politicians and things like that but i just don't give a shit about celebrities and what they have to say about anything again i used to i used to watch when i was a kid i used to watch leno and letterman (coughs) and i had no problem with it but now i blame the internet age i don't watch him anymore at all because i'll catch that shit like i don't need an actor or an actress coming on a late night program telling a couple jokes and let us know about their movie that's coming out. I already know about your movie. Yeah. Like I've been reading about it on blogs for months now. I'm prepared for your movie. You don't need to come on and promote it anymore. Although unless it's Paul Rudd and he comes on Conan and he always brings that Mac and me skit. (laughs) Yeah. You know, he does that clip instead of the clip for his movie. That's gold. Solid gold. Yeah. I think there's, there's like a few celebrities that I will watch their bits. Like I'll watch, 
Anything Will Ferrell does, because like I said, it's never an actual interview. It always turns into a bit. Mm-hmm. Jeff Bridges, every time he's on there, he's always like... Yeah, he's a good one. He's always a fun dude, because he's like actually the dude from The Big Lebowski when he interviews. I don't really like this guy too much. He's really popular, but I'm not a big fan of him. But I will say it's always a mystery when he comes on, and that's Jim Carrey. Yeah. Jim Carrey will come on someplace, and it's just like, get ready for a roller coaster. Yeah, get ready for something yeah. to go on. Yeah. Something's going to happen. Um, I mean, to bring it back full circle to South Park and SNL, like, yeah, like, all, everything they do is politicized today, and everything they do is, like, whatever the hot-button issue is today. They're, they're, South Park is now doing it, like, a whole season. Not just a few episodes, like, the entire season is, like, they, they choose an issue, that's kind of what they've been sticking with. And it's, and it's really interesting, because when you hear them talk about it years and years and years ago when the show first started, they're, they always say, like, oh, we want to stay away from those hot-button issues, we don't really care about that kind of nonsense, we just want to joke about everything and anything. And he's like, to hear them talk about how they did an episode, like, how it started was, like, we talk about, like, you remember whenever you were a kid and your dog runs away? And how much it sucked trying to find the dog and trying to, you know, go through the woods looking for the dog. And they're like, yeah, and then we start writing about that. And then at the writing point, it turns into, oh, it turns out the dog is actually gay. And dog wants to have sex with other gay dogs. And I'm like, that's that's a good way to do it. It's a good way. You don't do that anymore. No. I think we should dress the elf in the room. We've been gone for quite a while, Scott. Gone for a hot button minute. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's... It- it's been like a month. You know now. what? It has. I think it's been over a month since we recorded. You know, and we've missed set weeks here and there. And sometimes it's my fault. Sometimes it's your fault. Yeah. But I gotta say, it, it has been my fault. It's summertime, and and my kids are older, so we try to do things in the evening on summer and during the weekends when we like to get together and record. It's been tough. My work schedule has been crazy. I know people don't want to hear about that. But I also went on vacation again, like I like to do. Uh, Went to Florida, went to the beach with the family, head head over to Disney again for a couple days. I know I was just at Disney in the springtime for an entire week, but uh, we only went to Disney for a couple days this time, and it was awesome, as usual. Oh, yeah. Uh, The beach was great, but it just kind of sucked a little bit. There was a hurricane... That was hitting the Gulf Coast of Louisiana. Oh yeah, you would have been swept it, away. It was near near New Orleans. Now we stayed on the Gulf Coast of Florida, kind of near the St. Pete Clearwater area. My cousin, she lives in Tampa, so we visited her. We stayed in a condo right on the beach, and dude, it just poured down rain every day. We weren't getting a hurricane like they were in Louisiana, but we were getting like the outskirts, like the tropical depression. Yeah. And it just it just really rained on my vacation. Like lots of wind and stuff. It was windy and it was rainy and it's cloudy. I mean, we were able to go down to the pool and the beach for a little bit every day, but then after like twenty minutes of that, it would just the skies would open up on us. But in the words of Jimmy Buffett, one of, one of my heroes, he always says, uh, "A bad day on vacation is still better than a good day at work." Yeah, no truer words have ever been spoken. That, that's kind of true. It's and uh, so true. We, we made the best of it. We went out to eat in good seafood restaurants, and we did a lot of shopping. We did a lot of fun things we don't typically do when we're there. And then we headed over to Disney, and we took one day where we went to Magic Kingdom Park. And on this day, Adam, oh, it didn't rain. <laughs> it was 98 <laughs> degrees with the heat index of 107 
it was the hottest I've ever been in my life. I thought I was going to die of heat stroke. It was really bad. And we took it easy. We drank lots of fluids. We took lots of breaks. But we were there from rope drop to kiss goodnight. Do you have any idea what that means? I have no idea what that means. Okay, so rope drop to kiss goodnight is open to close. Well, I assumed that, but I didn't know if maybe I had a reference or something. Rope drop means they do a show and they have a proverbial rope up before they let you into the rides. And then at once they drop the rope and you go. We were there. Um, Kiss goodnight. It's just this little thing they do at the end of the night. The park actually closed at 10 o'clock, which is a relatively early night. But we left at 11. (laughs) And the rides have already been stopped for an hour, but we're in shops and stuff. We're just moseying and taking our time. And they have announcements going on the speakers nonstop over and over and over and over and over again. Get the Thank you. fuck basically, out. Basically a nice way of saying get the fuck out. Right. So we were there from 9 a.m. till 10 p.m. in the blistering hot heat. We got a lot done. It was a good day. We had fun. But two interesting things happened. Some things that have never happened to me before in my Ooh, life. Okay, wait. What? So there's a ride called... The Barnstormer. And it, it's a roller coaster, but it's a real small kitty roller coaster. My three-year-old Nina, she's tall enough to ride the ride. So that shows you. Yeah. It's, it, it, it's a very tame ride, but it's fun. We like it. So I rode with Nina, my three-year-old. Eva, my five-year-old, rode in the back with my wife, Kristen. We're in two and two. And um, there's two cars, two train cars going at one time. There's like a dozen people in one, a dozen people in the other. Now, we waited for this ride for 25 minutes, which isn't that long, no. but, you know, it was hot. Compared so to roller coasters, and yeah. We waited 25 minutes, we get on the ride, and we go. We do the whole ride, and it was great, and you get to the end, and you know how you're, like, inching up to get to this, the spot where you disembark. Yeah. Well, the other train was in front of us. They had already unloaded the people from the ride before, and they were putting new people on. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, some crazy lady... Starts sprinting out of like the house where they keep the where they keep the trains where they load everybody in. She runs right next to our roller coaster. There's like cast members trying to stop her. Was she naked? No, she was fully clothed. She was like probably in her fifties, forties, late late forties, early fifties. She jumps down. She's like running like right next to the tracks. It's crazy. Everybody's like, "What the <laughs> fuck is this bitch doing?" So all of a sudden, we watch her. We watch her. She had a pair of sunglasses. She was on the train right in front of us. And her sunglasses had gone flying off of her head toward the end of the ride. And she decides that she's going to go all Rambo first blood. And she's going to take off sprinting and get them herself. Which was a very, very poorly thought out plan. You chose poorly. So so if another train was coming, she could have been hit. She could have been hurt or killed. So what the cast member did, they have giant, like, the big please red tell me, Please tell me they have, like, a cartoon-style net they threw on her. <laughs> like the hook? Yeah. Like the hook is... <laughs> Drag, her <laughs> Drag her off. Drag her off. I mean, yeah, that'd be funny. <laughs> but no, they have this giant, like, like comically big red button. Like the kind that used to like push and launch the nuclear weapons, okay? Is it like covered in glass and break just, it? Like you have to turn two keys at one time. <laughs> no, no, you just you just lay on this motherfucker. Like it's it's like something out of Roger Rabbit. It's like that massive. Jeez. So this bitch starts making her run and the, the 
the twenty-something working the counter gets all spooked like a deer in headlights, and she just lays on that motherfucker, and it cuts the power completely, cuts the power dead. So finally, she gets the glasses, she walks back up. By this point, there's fifteen cast members waiting for her. And when you say cast members, yes. like you're talking like actually people dressed up, so like Belle and like Beast and like no no like, no no. What no. do you mean by cast Adam, members? Adam, Adam, we've had this conversation before. Anyone, and I mean anyone who works and gets a paycheck from the Walt Disney Corporation is employed as a cast member. Okay. The the janitors, the people who scrub the toilets are cast members. Yes, the bells and the beasts, they're cast members too. The person who serves you your food, your corn dog at the at the the soda fountain. So a bunch of like green shirts. cast member. Everybody's a cast member. So they're ride workers. Yeah. They're, okay. they're, they're, okay. they're theme, they're dressed in the theme for the ride. They're all cast members. And they managers start running over from other places. They stop this lady. And we're just stopped dead in our track. We're trapped on the ride. 100, 100 plus degrees. We're trapped in this roller coaster. Lap bars down over us. Can't move. And they're talking to this girl. And I, I yell. I'm that guy. I go, throw the bum up! <laughs> but uh, after a while of this, they didn't throw her out at him. They just, you know, told her, you shouldn't have done that. That's against the rules. And she walks away and joins the rest of her group laughing to herself. I was like, this bitch right here. Here I am stuck she in this ride. She deserved to get her head kicked off. She really did. So then they come over to us and they said, mind you, the 25-minute people look waiting in the line, they were told they had to leave. I'd so be everybody who was waiting in the line had to leave. I'd be and upset. We're, oh, they got to leave, Adam. I'm stuck on this fucking ride. Not, can't get off of it. They come and tell us. Apparently, when you hit this obnoxiously big red button, it cuts the power. And to get the power restarted is an entire process that takes some time. So the ride is closed until further notice when they can reopen it up and let everybody back. So that means no power the lap bar is electronically operated. So this guy had to get a service man. He has to come over and manually unlock our bars one at a time. And then we have to make a step. Mind you, it's a step. There's a good couple feet from our roller coaster car to this, like, brick planter. The same one that the bitch was running on <laughs> to get her glasses. Dropping down to, like, a good drop. And, like, here I am holding my three-year-old handing her to a cast member, so then me, my, my big ass, stepping over this whole... Like, it was dangerous. Like, you're, like, on a lifeboat, and you're just, yeah. you're just handing off your kid, like... Women and children first! Yeah. It was a pleasure playing with you boys. No, it was it was like that. And and just because this dumb woman needed her glasses. Fine, we got They got us off, and everything was fine. And it's just a principle. Like we were stuck in this so, ride. So nobody just follows the rules anymore. Is, is that what life is? Life just is like nobody follows the rules anymore. I had, a, I had an incident similar, not similar, but another incident where somebody was just an asshole and didn't follow the rules. When you see an ambulance coming up behind you, what are you supposed to do, Scott? You're supposed to slow down, pull over, and come to a stop. Yes. Oh, yes, ladies and gentlemen. This is an Adam Carr story right here. here okay? So I'm going... Adam Carr story. I'm, honk, honk! <laughs> I'm, I'm going up the road towards home. I can see this ambulance coming up the road, but it's like coming like a good solid mile back there. So I got time. So I'm going up the hill. 
as I'm going up the hill, it reaches up to us. There's this car behind me riding my ass. Just right up on my ass to the point where I could brake check it and they'd probably bump into me. So we going up this hill. The I see the ambulance coming up the hill right behind us. I start to slow down, Does the pull off. Lights yeah, lights siren? are going, sirens are going, like yeah. everything's going. I start to slow down, pull up. I can literally see the whites of this fucker's eyes in my rearview mirror. That's how close this was. Person was. I slow down. I start to pull over. They speed up, drive past me, looking at me like I'm fucking stupid. Like what am I doing? And I'm oh, like, that would piss me off. I'm like, are you serious? And then the ambulance comes up right, right behind him, comes up, has to honk their horn before they even notice the goddamn ambulance is right there. Like, nobody follows well, rules. Maybe he felt like a stupid idiot once the... Doesn't matter. Nobody follows rules anymore. Nobody follows yeah, rules. Would... Doesn't matter. God. I'm not paying my taxes anymore. Nobody yeah, follows the rules. No, I'm not doing it. Yet another story, though. Something else happened. Oh, yeah, there's one more thing about not paying your taxes. I want to revisit, I want to revisit that later in the show. All right. But first, I want to bring up the other thing that happened. So... Long day. We're in the park till 11. We're sweaty. We're tired. The kids are exhausted. We had a great day at Magic Kingdom. So we get on the bus to take the bus back to our resort. It's a good 20-minute drive back to our resort on this bus. So we're about halfway. Maybe we're like 5, 8, 10 minutes left in the ride before we get back to our resort. And Eva tells me, Daddy, I gotta pee. I'm like, okay, honey. We're almost, we're almost back to the resort. We'll take you into the bathroom there. She says, okay. So we get there. It's not a far walk up to our room. We start to walk. All of a sudden, we get there. And I realize there's hundreds of people, Adam. Hundreds. Standing outside, just aimlessly. I look around like, what the fuck's going on? Then all of a sudden, a cast member. That's right, a cast member stops me. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me. I'm sorry. We can't let anybody in right now. The fire alarm has gone off. I'm like, oh, geez, that's that's crazy. So what are we supposed to do? Well, the the fire marshal's here. By law, by Florida state law, the fire marshal has to come in, inspect everything, make sure it's okay. He gives the okay, we can get back in. So we just have to wait out here until until he gives the okay. So I'm like, okay, so we go over and wait. So I talked to some other people waiting outside. How long have you guys been waiting out here? Like an hour. Jesus. It's still 90 degrees, even though it's this late. It is smoking hot still. So I'm like, I asked another cast member. I'm like, so we just got here. We just got off of our bus. But uh, these people say they've been out here an hour. I said, do you have any idea how much longer it's going to take? No, sir. Sorry. We have no idea. It's beyond our control. We don't know. I'm like, okay, so here's the problem. My five-year-old has to pee. I said, what am I supposed to do? And this, this bitch had the nerve to say to me, because this resort we stayed at, there's two, like, houses, I guess. There was the Jumbo house, where we stayed, that had the fire alarm. Then there was the Kadani Village. This is Animal Kingdom Lodge, for those of you keeping the story home. It's a ten-minute walk away. Okay. So she tells me, well, you can walk the ten minutes to the Kadani Village. And uh, she can use the bathroom there, because that, that hasn't been evacuated. I'm like, so what you're telling me is, now I have to take my five-year-old, who has to pee, and walk ten minutes in this 90-degree heat, where she might not make it. I said, all right, that's not going to work. That's not going to work for me. I was being that guy. I was like, ask for a manager guy. Yeah. She goes, well, I'm sorry. She goes, this, this is something that could have happened anywhere. This is beyond our control. I interrupted her. I said, I know. 
but you're the Walt Disney Corporation. What can you do for me right now? So what they ended up doing for us, they got this old man, security guard, to come pick us up in a golf cart. And I'm like, this is all I needed. Pop us in the golf cart, he's going to drive the, you know, the 10 minute yeah, walk. Yeah, nothing that's in the golf reasonable. Cart. That's, that's reasonable. reasonable. I was fine with that. So we're on the way there and he says to us, he's like, you know, I know, I know a place that's closer than that. We'll go there. <laughs> so he takes us and there's like this, this Disney hidden, like, door. And he pushes like a garage door opener and it slides to the side. He takes us behind this, like, utility access, and there's a small, like, security guard shack. He's like, this is our guard shack. He's like, there's a bathroom in there. Just come on with me. You can use it. So here I am, like, bright-eyed bush. <laughs> I'm behind the scenes right now at Disney. I'm like, you're like this is fucking great. You're like, forget Area 51. This yeah, is this is where it's at right 51, now. Area something else I want to bring up. But, yes. uh, so I'm looking around. I'm like, this is great. I wanted to take pictures. He says, oh, no, no pictures, please, sir. No, no pictures are allowed to be taken back here. <laughs> So I had to take all mental pictures, but it was pretty gnarly. We went pee, we came back, they gave the okay, we got in, everything was fine. Did you feel like Nick Cage in National Treasure? Like, I'm discovering a secret. <laughs> there are secrets about. It was it was very interesting. I mean, it was unfortunate the way things unfolded, but uh, there was no accidents. We had a good time. Everything was great. Did they still make the people walk around in costumes outside? Didn't they like the Mickey Mouse and the Goofy costumes when it's that hot? Um, yes and no. They've changed the rules a lot since like the eighties. Good. Uh, they got they got sued at one point back then. So now by law, most of the character meet and greets are inside. Okay. The ones that are outside, I mean, they're real quick, man. They're so fast. Like you meet the character. They maybe meet four people and then they go back and take a break. Yeah. Yeah. Because I gotta imagine, like it's, it's 100, 107 degrees some in of the, those. Costumes. Some of the big suits have built-in air conditioners in them. Really? Yeah, but uh, they do. They get a lot of breaks now. That's they good. Get a lot of breaks. That's good. So what you're saying is you had a good time. Yeah. Despite the heat, yep. you had a good time. Though. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So we did. Yep. And that's the end of the trip. It was really hot up here too, dude. Mm-hmm. Not gonna lie, it was really ridiculously hot. Yeah. Like it was insane. I don't know what's up with the humidity. I don't get it. But it's happening, and it's real. But we have something to question our thirst, something that we haven't done in a while, something that, you know, we kind of want to bring up. Oh, we're going to have a beer of the show. Yeah, beer of the show. Yeah, we used to do this every time, but now we kind of... I kind of forgot what (coughs) beers we've used and which ones we haven't, so we kind of stopped doing it, but I, I, I don't think we've had this one before. I think we should hit like the reset button at some point and just reset everything, you know, clear the database and start over fresh. That's a possibility. It's a, a possibility. Maybe maybe after 200. Okay. So, the beer of the show today is going to be the Sam Adams Summer Ale. It's a relatively common, relatively popular beer. Um, it's definitely summertime here, and I thought we would do a summer beer. Um, surprisingly, as common as this is, I've never had it before. Just don't know why. I don't think I've ever drinking Sam Adams before in general. I'm a Sam Adams fan. I like Sam Adams, but it wouldn't be one of my first go-tos. And, uh, the only reason I have this beer today is because our old pal Mike Deloney came over a couple nights ago and he brought a six-pack of it. And we had a uh, couple left over, two left over. And I said, oh, this is perfect. One for Adam, one for me. 
will make the beer of the show. It's a hot night too. I got to be honest with you. It's kind of it's kind of quenching thirst a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing about these summer ales. They are they are thirst quenchers for sure. When he first brought it in, I saw the Sam Abs, I saw the yellow label, and I thought he brought summer shandy. I am not a summer shandy fan. No? It gives me heartburn. I just I don't really like lemonade either. So yeah. But this is not summer shandy. It is summer ale, and I quite enjoy it. Yeah, it's not bad. It, uh, it could definitely taste like the hint of lemon in there. So it's almost like a little mini lemonade, almost. It definitely, definitely taste citrus. Sweet. Definitely, definitely some of that. Um, but it's a very, very light. It's an average beer. It's just your average beer, but it's really good for you know. I think this is a good mowing the lawn kind of beer, as some people would say. Mowing the lawn mowing kind of beer, lawn. so. Not that I ever do that. You don't mow the lawn? No, I'm not a yard guy. Good. I don't, don't like be. doing yard it's the work. Worst. Yeah, I've... it's it's definitely a mowing the lawn. I could drink this while I'm mowing the lawn. I could drink this in the shower. It's light. It's crisp. It's refreshing. Yeah. It just it's nice on a hot summer evening. Therefore, I'm gonna give it a I'm going to give it a 3.75 out of 5. 3.75. Yeah, I wanted five. to give it a 4 just because I'm really liking it, but the fact that it's a common one uh, loses some points on me there. 3.75 um, out of 5 for me. I know you don't do the number system anymore. No. You just do a recommend or not recommend. I'm going to say, I'm going to I'm gonna recommend this if it's a hot day like today. Yes. If it's a hot day like today, recommend it definitely. Um, Doesn't have that wow factor no, you look for. No, it's, it's a very average, average beer, but it's still good. It's a quench thirster. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I enjoyed so it So, cheers to the uh, Sam Adams Summer Ale, the beer of the show. Oh, yeah. Cheers. Adam. Yes, sir. Do you believe in aliens? I do. 100%. Do you believe that we've been visited by aliens? Ah, now you're getting to the nitty-gritty of things. That I'm not sure about. I believe... I believe it's mathematically... Foolish, with all the amount of planets and solar systems that we have in the universe, to think that aliens don't exist in some form out there in the universe. Whether it's some like, whether it's a humanoid, you know, small gray that's you know just going about his business, you know, probing people, or if it's just simple as like a little dog creature, you know, in some forest somewhere. I think it's I think it's mathematically foolish to think that aliens don't exist. Have they ever come here? I don't know about that. We're we're pretty boring people for the most part. I don't know about that. Jeez, calm down, Carl Sagan. I just asked you a simple question. And I have to expand on that, uh-huh. you know? But why, why do you ask? Do you believe? Are you, do you believe? Not only do I believe, I want to believe. No, I'm sorry. I, I believe that not only have we been visited, but they're currently here as we speak. Really? Yes. You think they've set up like a moon base? I Underwater think, bases, things like that? I think they're currently prisoners. Oh, they're currently... Yes. Oh, okay. They tried to come across our southern borders illegally, and we put them in concentration camps. Wait, is, wait, is wait, that wait, where wait, you're going? wait, is wait, that, wait. Is that, is hold that, on, is, hold on. Wait, I'm getting mixed up. I'm getting mixed up. We're talking about... Space aliens. Yeah, that's, okay. that was my right, first I got assumption. mixed up. I got that mixed was, up. That was my okay. first assumption. Okay, wrong aliens. Y- yes, yes, they're here. They're here. They're here. And they're at Area 51. Are they? You really yeah. think they are? I've seen Independence Day. 
I don't believe I don't believe for a second they're in Area 51. You not don't? For a I don't. Here's why. Because it's 2019. Well, not anymore. Well, it's here's the thing. It's 2019. There's no way in hell they would leave that kind of important stuff not in like some underground bunker somewhere that like if people know about know about Area 51 that well, they've moved it. They've moved that shit somewhere else. Well, we've seen X-Files, we've seen the documentaries, we've seen enough movies like Independence Day. So the government was like, all right, let's move those fucking aliens to Area 52. Because yeah. too many people know about Area Yeah, exactly. So yeah, maybe, maybe. So you're like referring to the Storm the Alien, Dude, the Storm Area 51 I'm going, campaign. you coming? No, I'm not going to go. Why? Because there is like a 1% chance that I'll get shot doing that. But that's a chance I'm willing to take. <laughs> I'm, willing to, I'm willing to take that. I'm willing to watch from afar and just hear about the results. They can't stop all of us, Adam. They can't stop us all. I mean, they could. How? They could. They could. They're the military, you know. But they have, if like, we have a million people, one million people running... As fast as we can run at the gate. Sure, Speedy Gonzales or something now? There's, there's going to be some casualties, okay? You can't make an omelet without breaking some eggs. Some people are going to be shot and killed. But they can't. They, there's, they, don't even, they don't even have a million bullets. We're going to get in there. We're going to save the aliens. You think there's not going to be helicopters out and about shooting tear gas all over the place? Just all over the gaff. Like, you think there's just not going to be choppers and people and tanks just shooting? They don't even have to shoot, like, live ammunition. Just shoot tear gas and all kinds of other nonsense that'll make people run away. 100%. I'm telling you, man. 100%. Telling you, man. There's too many of us. There's too many of us. We're too fast. We're too, too furious. furious. <laughs> too fast. Too furious. Because my side mirrors flap like a fucking bird. <laughs> No, we're gonna get in and we're gonna rescue the aliens. We're gonna, we're gonna get in. What if they're like actually violent aliens? What if they like? What if like the predators in there? Yeah, or like, and you let them out. Like, what if this is like the start of that movie where you always see those like stupid people that are like, no, we gotta save them, we gotta save them. And they let loose predator like, you're free, my friend, you're free. And he just snaps his neck, rips his spine rips, out, rips his spine, yeah, out, and, and then throws in his backpack. Yeah, and you're the dude, you're the dude sitting in the movie seat, like, see, you're an asshole for doing that. Should have just left the predator there. What if it's like the actual aliens from Independence Day? Like, what if it's those things, and the dude wraps his tentacle around you and just choking you out like he did Brent Spiner? Release me. Yeah. yeah. So, well, hey. Again, how many aliens are honestly or there? What if he pro- what if he thanks you by probing you? Sticks, a, sticks something what right up your butt. What is it with the aliens and anal probing? Why, why is that their bag? I think people made up those stories because they have a sexual attraction to aliens. I think that's what it is. Well, once we rescue the aliens from Area 51 and they're like, they're, they've hit the streets, just wait three months and then check Pornhub. There's going to be some aliens fucking all over that thing, man. What if they like it up there? What if, like, the military is actually treating them well? Like, what if they have, like, all the best things that they could get? They got access to, like, internet and Netflix and they got, like, what if it, you go down there and you're like, holy shit, can I stay here, guys? Like, can I stay here? Like, what if it's, like, that nice? I don't even think they give them toothpaste or soap, and they give them like these foil blankets, and they put a whole bunch of them together in a case. Oh, that's the wrong thing again. 
That's the concentration camps again. Yeah, I think you're getting your wires crossed. Uh, so, but, you know, you're going to one end. So they treat the space aliens better than they do the brown kids. I'm sure they, because there's, there's like, okay. how many brown kids? And there's, like, five space aliens. <laughs> so... <laughs> and they gave us the internet. So, you know, what are you going to do? Well, I, I don't... I, here's the thing. I don't believe it's going to happen. I don't, I don't believe a million people are going to show up. I don't... I think... Everybody jump. It's like the people that signed the reshoot season eight of Game of Thrones thing. Like a lot of people signed that petition just for shits and giggles and to like meme it. Like I don't believe, I don't even believe seventy five percent of those people that signed the petition to go storm Area fifty one are actually going to go. Hundo no, hundo no. The government is preparing nonetheless. Well, they kind of have and to. And see, and see, I was kind of tongue and. Kidding about the whole thing, and that's what it is. It's memes, and the memes are fire. The Area Fifty One memes are so good, I'm in love with them. What if it's a diversion? But at the same time, it's the right fucking idea. Finally, Americans, wake up! This is exactly what we need to do. But we don't need to do it for Area Fucking Fifty One. We need to do it for more important things. And this is what I was kind of kicking the can around, trying to get you guys to understand. Instead of getting all these people to raid Area 51, where you can find, like, a copy of Shrek 5 that was never released, why don't instead... Fire. Fire right there. That might be worth, that might be worth 500,000 deaths right there. But, but no. Instead, what we do is we take all these people and we raid the fucking ice camps. The... the, the Trump concentration camps that are locking children up. That's what we do. We raid those fuckers, we kill ICE, we set the kids free, and, and that's that's a worthwhile cause. Do you know why? Not to find the prototype of Velcro in the basement of some garage. Do you know why they care more about Area 51 than they do about that? Be- some of them probably think they're going to find some hot alien, like Gamora-like alien that are going to be there, and they want to. They, they want to s- Captain they Kirk wanna, the shit out of yeah, that alien they, pussy. They want to save it, and they want to, you know, have it taken home with them. You know, they want that. Or some of them saw that uh, Simon Pegg movie where they found that alien that was voiced by Seth Rogen. They want to smoke weed with it. That's what some want to do. And then the other half of the population are like, I just want to go up into space. You know, take me to space. I want to go see what's up there. Because it's, you know, sci- sci-fi and it's interesting and stuff. Whereas if you save, you know, if you storm the, you know, jail cells, they're like, oh, it's just a bunch of people. That's boring. One of my one of my favorite memes that I read was, it was like on Reddit and some guy was writing this. And he's like, so ba- all right, guys, you aren't going to believe this, but... Uh, me and a couple of my friends, we actually broke into Area 51 last night. On the sneak, we snuck in, we, we got a, knocked out a guard, we took his uniform, we got his SIM card, we went down the elevator. Stupid. Dude, he's like, dude, we, we went to sub-level 12. He's like, and it opened up to like, like the room in Hellboy where David High Pierce's character was, <laughs> you know, or like in the shape of water, that yeah. movie, like a big fucking tank. He's like, dude. It was full of mermaids. Mermaids are fucking real. And you guys aren't going to believe this. They're all black. <laughs> He's like, Disney had it right, man. 
The, mer- the mermaids are all black. Here's, here's, besides that, here's what's, fuck, here's what's really fucked up about that story is, I'm sure there were a lot of conspiracy nuts that were fully invested in that story yeah. up until the point where you said black. We're like, oh. And then They're when like, they say black, it's like, oh, the black part, not the mermaids. Not the I knocked out a guard like James Bond and threw his fucking uh, uniform on. Yeah. Not Pulling sub- Indiana Jones and this one yeah. doesn't fit. I'll knock out another guard. Not <laughs> sub level fucking twelve. The Black Mermaid would be what get gets them. I guarantee it. Yeah. It's stupid. How do you feel about that Black Mermaid stuff? Oh, I you know what? I don't give a shit about the color of the. I, I love the Little Mermaid. I do, but it, it's stupid. I, maybe the girl. Haley Berry, I think her name is. Halle Berry? Not Halle Berry. Oh. Halle Berry is a little too old. Love me some Halle you sure Berry. About that? We can youngify people these days. Did you not see uh, Captain Marvel? We can youngify people. Point is, anyway. maybe it doesn't matter. Maybe it's just her talent was there. That's all that matters, yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean. Let's be colorblind. But oh no. Donald Trump is president. We can't be colorblind. I mean, it, that shit was happening before Donald Trump too. Though. Like that, I know that shit was way like You're... that shit was like that way before Donald. Trump. Like, uh, I have so, I, this. This is what I have to say about the people that are real, real up in arms about the whole black Ariel thing. Yeah, for the Little Mermaid. <clears throat> um, everybody has a huge problem with turning like a uh, consistently white character who Ariel in the original Little Mermaid was white. People have a really hard time with seeing Ariel as a non-white person but they're more than happy to take all asian characters mm-hmm. from any asian medium and mm-hmm. basically gentrify that and make sure mm-hmm. that they're all white right like ghost in the shell when that movie came out who played the main character i never Scar- saw it scar joe oh she Johansson. did she played the main yeah. character it's a fucking anime it's a goddamn japanese cartoon like it was all japanese and yet you've got this white person playing the main character Alita Battle Angel? That is another Japanese cartoon and comic book. I'm pretty sure the main character is not Asian. Like, her eyes are CG'd because her eyes are super wide, but I don't think she's Asian. I could be wrong. I'm, I'm gonna have to chat, fact check myself on that, but I don't think she's... I think uh, she might be white. But one, the, one, of, one of the biggest shit movies I've seen in about a decade was the movie The Great Wall. Yeah. Starring Matt Damon, where they fight fucking monsters. At the Great Wall of China, like that was that was such a shit movie. But of course, it's they have to make this lily white guy be the be the hero. In okay, that's very similar because it's very similar to like the Last Samurai and stuff like that. Well, but that's, Last Samurai's different, but like that's also a little different too because that wasn't like he wasn't Matt Damon playing a Chinese guy, a ch- yes, but traditionally make- Chinese guy. I understand that, but why even have Matt Damon or any white person because for that matter? Matt Damon, he survived Mars. That's why. I like Matt Damon a lot, but why couldn't they have had an Asian lead be the hero of this story? There was the race had nothing to do with it in this. Yeah, race had nothing to do with it. You know, I'm just being critical because that movie was a big flaming piece of shit. I hated it so much. Oh yeah, but. I just really didn't like that. Now, Last Samurai with Tom Cruise being the hero of it, that's different because that's actually based on a true story. And the whole premise of it is this white guy who goes in with the samurai. You know, like, his race mattered to tell that story. The little fucking mermaid's race does not matter to tell that story. 
She could be white, she could be black, she could be Asian, she could be anything under the sun. It doesn't matter. She could be a green alien from Area 51 for all I care. Because it does not matter. And you know what else, Adam? Everyone at home listening, pay attention to this part. You in the back. Mermaids are not real. So you can make them whatever you want because they don't fucking exist. Yeah. Oh, the inter- I looked up. I looked up who played the main character for uh, in Alita: Battle Angel. Her name is Rosa Salazar. Beautiful looking actress. Um, it. She does not look Asian at all. If anything, I'd say she looks almost like she has Mexican descent. So you've got an American actress with possibly Mexican uh, descendancy playing an Asian character. I would say Salazar sounds like a Latina last name. I don't yeah. know for sure. I don't know that actress. Uh, it but doesn't sound Asian. Either way, it's ridiculous. Yeah. If you're not going to get up in arms about uh, a white person playing an Asian character, which has been done many fucking times, mm-hmm. you can't get up in arms about a black person playing a white character. You can't do it. It's like people got up in arms years ago when p- people put the idea forward that maybe Peter Parker could be black. People were like, maybe, you know, we can have a black Peter Parker, you know, this, that, and the other thing. And people were like, no, Peter Parker's white. That's ridiculous. You know? So they had to give us Miles Morales? I think I I think I heard once before that that was the reason why he was created, was because we want a black Spider-Man, but they're going to get up in arms if Peter Parker's black. Meanwhile, Into the Spider-Verse showed us that there, there can be a fucking pig Peter Parker, but God forbid you make hey, him hey, black. Hey, hey, that's Peter Porker, not Parker. There's a difference, sir. So... So Americans are okay with anthropomorphic talking animals, but hopefully they're not an N-word. <laughs> hey, you don't don't even don't even don't even mention it. Don't even mention it. it I just hate Americans. I, I hate us and the whole the whole Little Mermaid. It's it makes my head hurt. It doesn't fucking matter. It's going to be good. I'm going to go see it. Disney's going to make a shit ton of money from it, and that's going to be that. They've already got Lion King coming out next. i got to be honest with you, um, and thank you for bringing up Lion King. Mm-hmm. I'm not terribly satisfied with Disney's live-action lineup. You're not alone. You're not alone. Like, Jungle Book was okay. It was pretty good. It was, it was okay. It was pretty good. Maleficent I enjoyed- was kick-ass. Yeah, I guess you could throw Maleficent, Maleficent in, 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 in was the category. Yeah. I guess you could throw Maleficent in that category. It was all right. Beauty and Beast was pretty good. Except Beauty and for, the Beast was good, except for that Beast song they added into it. It's not that a deal breaker good. for it, me, it, man. It's not a deal breaker for me, but it, but I want to fast forward every time that song comes up. See, I love Dan Stevens. I love hey, he's great. He's I, I great. love him in Legion, and I love him, the things he does. He's I wanted great. him to have a song. Give him a better song, though. I don't have a problem giving him a song. Don't give him that song. It was a shitty song. Well, Howard Asham's dead, so we couldn't get the original guy but to write it. But there are plenty of other composers in the world. He wasn't the last composer. No, but he was the composer of the Beauty and the Beast songs. That's fine. Alan Menken, I, Alan Menken's still alive. He could have helped. Fine. But it was just a shitty song, in my opinion. In my opinion, it was just a bad Fair song. Fair enough, but it wasn't a deal-breaker for the film. I, I didn't thought say Beauty it was and the Beast a deal-breaker. Awesome. That's why I said Beauty and Beast was good, except for that song. That's what I said. Those are the words that came out of my mouth. I didn't really like Jungle Book too much, unfortunately. I, I was looking forward to that. I love Christopher Walken. I Dude, love him. Bill Murray as Baloo. 
Bill Murray did a good job as Baloo. Yeah, he did. But I love Christopher Walken, and he's classically trained. He did a great job on the live-action stage show of Peter Pan. He played Captain Hook. He he was really good. I missed it. But I don't know if this is me being a hypocrite, like saying, oh, you can change Little Mermaid, but don't change change Jungle Book. I love Louis Prima. Louis Prima was King Louis for me. He was... He he was an African American singer, and his song. Think about the original, "Want to Be Like You." Yeah, it's so great. When when Christopher Walken did, it's a completely different song because well, they not changed a, the song it's so not a, much. It's not well. They had you know why they had changed it because Christopher Walken can't sing. He can't sing, so he was talking he, the entire time. He was it was a talking. Yeah, for him. I didn't like that. I don't. And, I don't think that's hypocrisy. I don't think that's hypocrisy okay. either. Be- only because you're not saying. Oh, the original actor that did it was black, so he, the other actor should have been black too. It shouldn't have been Christopher Walken. It's just the You're saying style. Christopher Walken sucked. It had more jazz. It had more soul. Where Christopher Walken kind of like talk sang it. Yeah, he, and he will. He William Shatner did. Is yeah, what he did. I, I didn't. I didn't care for That's, that. And and sing. to me, the Dan Stevens song, the Add and Beauty and the Beast, is not a deal breaker. But Wanna Be Like You is one of my favorite Disney songs of all time. Period. Stop. End of story. And they ruined it. So to me, that was kind of a deal breaker. Did you, when you watched Jungle Book, did you, were you a little weirded out by the fact that they turned uh, King Louie into this gigantic, almost... Austriopithecus. Just almost like uh, King Kong-sized ape borderline? Well, like, those was kind of weird? Austriopithecus was a real, was a yeah, real primate. Yeah, was. That's past they were They were extinct... And what what time? But in the but in the cartoon, he wasn't that. No, he big. was a regular orangutan. Yeah. So don't you think like it was? Were you, I was kind of when I watched the movie, I was like, why is he so fucking big? Like it makes no sense. Why well, has to be that fucking big? It may, it, I don't know. I was a little weirded out by it, but it it wasn't a deal breaker for me. And the new song in Beauty and Beast is not a deal breaker for me either. I just don't like it at all, and I want to hit the skip button through it. Now, when it comes to Aladdin, I've not seen that movie yet. I saw it. I've not seen that movie yet. I the loved it. The trailers do not bode well for me. They did the trailers didn't drag me in. I don't have a problem with. I didn't really. It wasn't the Will Smith thing. It was more the person that played Aladdin. He didn't feel like that happy-go-lucky, snarky kind of Aladdin. He didn't seem like that just from the trailers. The dude that played Jafar, he didn't really seem like that sinister villain. He, he did a good job. He did, did a good he? job. Right, well, I hope so. Was he? Did they give you an Iago? Was Iago in it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I don't know. I haven't seen. It. I'm still holding my judgment for that. But the Lion King trailer, like the official Lion King trailer, I watched that, and I got to be honest with you, I don't know how I feel about this movie at all. I really don't know how I feel about it. And Lion King is like probably my favorite Disney movie mm-hmm. of all time, right next to Aladdin. <coughs> but. As we know, it's supposedly live action, quote unquote, but it's not actually live action, just animated, because you can't really, like, train that many lions and animals to do all that shit, because it'll cost too much money and time, and it might not work out. But when I'm watching this trailer, and I'm, they're showing me the scene, like classic scenes, like whenever Scar tells Simba to run and never return, and all these like emotional scenes, whether it's sad or happy, I'm looking at the way they've animated the faces for these animals, and I gotta be honest with you, I don't like it because I'm not feeling anything. Like they show no expression, they show no anything. It looks like it looks like they filmed the lion and then just animated their mouths to like talk whenever they move. 
But like when, like for example, when Scar tells Simba to run and never return in the cartoon, you had that face, you had that sinister look on Scar, and Simba's face is like so scared and sad, and he's running away. When you looked at it in the trailer, it's like nothing. There's nothing there, no emotion, anything there whatsoever. I didn't like, pick up on that. I'll have to rewatch the trailer. Rewatch it and just just yeah. check it out. Like there's no emotion there. There's no nothing there. It's gonna have to be like really the voice actors are gonna have to do a lot of work, I think, to bring out. A lot of the motion because I saw I saw nothing on their faces. Like it looked like I was watching Animal Planet with just a bunch of lions on there. That's what it looked like. And I and I know it's meant to be live action, but when I see the Lion King and all this tragedy that's happening with this character, I want to see some emotion. I want to see it. You know, you can animate emotion on a lion that looks real mm-hmm. or an animal that looks real. You can do that. So I don't know. What did you? Are you excited for? Well, you're excited I for am. anything Disney, but like, are you? What did you what did you think of the trailer? I liked it. I thought I thought well, it's tough to judge solely on the trailer, yes. but uh, that's why I said I'm I'm not looking forward to it. I'll I still mean, watch I it. can judge a movie on its trailer after I've seen the movie and I could be like, "Oh wow, the trailer really didn't give anything away." Or I could be like, "Trailer told us too much." Yeah. Like oh, that happens a lot. This trailer, it gave us we got to see what the lions look like. I thought they looked great. Oh yeah, they look like real lions. All the, all they the look animals, like real fucking animals. All the animals looked great, like better than Jungle Book. Yeah, which I think is great. And the dialogue and the scenes that they showed seemed pretty fucking spot on to the animated film. Yeah. So I saw they when they they showed uh, James Earl Jones. They they kind of gave some of his dialogue for the everything the light touches or like kind of thing. That's pretty but good. they've but they've good. expanded on that a little bit. Like it seemed like the speech was a, a little different. They had like little different things that he would say and stuff like that. I was like they had this relatively the same, but it was a little different too. Like adding things. So I, I thought it, I thought it was really good. Thunder. Um, I don't know. The trailer just isn't really giving me. It's not giving me too much hope, I guess is what I'm going to say. It's not giving me hope for, for like, a really good emotional go-through. Not to mention a lot of those lions. I can't tell Nala and Simba's mom apart to save my life. Can't tell them apart because they look exactly the same. So, from could shop you to shop. Tell, could you tell Nala and Sarabi apart when Nala was grown? In the animated one, you could. Because because the way they drew Sarabi's eyes, it was a little more arched in the eyebrows. It was, and she looked a little more like like looked like a queen almost, like she was a little, like more royalty. Whereas Nala was like just this, this badass lion that was just like you know grew up with this leader scar. Dude, and stuff. I'm curious to see how they're gonna film the uh, the sex scene between Nala and Simba that they actually showed in the fucking cartoon. You know when. Uh, well, they showed him rolling around and Nala. Oh, come on. That Nala, fucking look. Nala licked. Oh, that, yeah. That look. That fucking that was, look. That was, that, was a, that was the fuck me look. That was a just the tip kind of a look. <laughs> yeah. That, no, you're not wrong. I'm not disagreeing with you, but they didn't show. She gave it a look like, you better get it wet first. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was. I mean, they're uh, going to do that. They're going to have the same way. They're going to wrestle. And, and then you got Timon and Pumbaa jerking off from the bushes by, like, watching the whole thing. <laughs> We have Seth Rogen playing Pumbaa, yeah. so you know he'd be really jerking off in real life. <laughs> so. I don't know. I mean, you know they're gonna have the scene where they're gonna wrestle, and she's gonna lick him, and they're gonna have that little <laughs> stare down, and and then it's gonna cut away. So yeah, I don't know. We'll see. 
Good show, sir. Good comeback. Good show. Good hey, we're back. Comeback. We had uh, <coughs> so much material, so much, so much to talk about because we hadn't been together in a while. Yeah. So. so, well, if you guys want to get hold of us, Facebook and Twitter, we're on there. Search for Distraction at Podcast FYD. SoundCloud and iTunes, that's where you can find us. Search for Distraction. Like us, rate us, comment on us. Let us know, you know, how you feel about the new Lion King. What's your favorite Disney movie? Are you excited? Are you petrified? Are you going to storm Area 51? You got to tell us about it. You got to let us know. Yeah, we're doing let it. Let us know. It's Area 51. And send us your memes. Yes, the memes. Send us your memes because we love them. We're also a member of the Be Real Podcasting Network. Head over to Podbean and search for the Movie Guys Podcast. That is our official, unofficial hub for the Be Real Network. We would also like to thank our beer of the show, Scott. Woohoo! Sam Adams Summer Ale. Quench the thirst on this humid, hot night. Yep, yep. So, how do you like? If you're gonna storm Area Fifty One, you don't want to be in the front line. No, you never want. It's like in Game of Thrones. Like we've seen those battles. You yeah. never want to be in the front. You never want to be in the front. Never want to. But you don't want to be in the back either. You kind of want to be somewhere up in the middle, right? I think. Yeah. I think you want to be in. I'd like to be in the back. Here's really? why. Here's why I like to be in the back because that's the proper way to retreat. If you had to retreat, because if, if you're in the front, you're dead. If you're in the middle, you're in front of you is just death or bodies or whatever behind you is just a bunch of other people pushing on you so you kind of want to be more to the back or to the side or something like that so you got a quick exit if you have to you know you gotta just gotta make those exits if you need to so just double checking you like to be in the back not take it in the back yes 